Let's rip into this Sydney form. Ten races to get through. Can't wait to uh, hear the thoughts of the guys. I speak of Ron, Brad and Duff. Ron, uh, welcome back. Great time of year. So many good horses to touch on here. Oh, my word. So, yeah, we've got plenty of time to give this meeting what it deserves. Plenty of time. And uh, interesting to see what's happened with the markets uh, the last 24 hours as well. Brad Gray's done the form. He's uh, going to give us his thoughts. Brad, very good morning to you on a Polish Stakes Day English Millennium Day. Yeah, good morning, guys. A bit of everything today. We've got the two-year-olds. We've got the big guns returning. We've got plenty of odds on favourites. And just before I move on, guys, if I may, just I'm largely a pretty private person. But I want to make mention of my late nan, Dorothy Dot, uh, who we recently lost at the ripe old age of 96, said our farewells there on Thursday. And she has a lot to answer for because she was the one who took me to the Bankstown Trots as a kid. From there, I was hooked, the betting, the cheering, and obviously my first exposure to the great game. So, yeah, RIP, man. <laughs> good on you, Dot. Lovely words. Good on you, Dottie. Lovely words. Um, uh, yeah, condolences to to you and the family. Brad, sad news, but what a what a great, great age, uh, Dot. 96, it was a good knock. Oh, it's Absolutely. Out, it is outstanding. She, she saw it all. Um, Glenn Munsey is back for the autumn. All these tab prices, where the money is going. Some good horses to bet on today, Muns. Good morning to you. Oh, he's not there. Oh, I thought he was there. He's, he's muted himself already, has he? Oh. Well, this is a little black mark early, Ronnie. I yeah, mean, well, well, ringed on. He'll be, he'll be on the, on the ball. <laughs> he's, he's feeding the dogs. <laughs> or, or Hurls. Give Hurls half a chance, he'll come yep. on. Yep. Anyway. Um, uh, on these prices, I'm not sure Munns will elaborate, Ronnie, but, I mean, you know, Animo likely starts in the red, in secret likely starts in the red. Do, do Tab risk these horses in any way, shape today? Well, if they're ever going to risk them, uh, it's got to be today first up at that price um, because, you know, they've got big grand finals, not today. Uh, they're still good enough and I'm sure they're ready. Uh, but there's little map issues with, I'd suggest both. If she comes out a little slow again in, in secret, and then Animo, well, do they want to be positive with him? It's a it's a messy little race, that one, as far as the map concerns. So the two best horses, but they are the best, uh, are very short, and they're early in their preparation, and, and uh, you know, and we're going to check on Animo to see how he, he, he gets to the races and behave, he behaves himself. But, yeah, look, they're two top-class horses. They're going to be very popular no matter what. He's just, uh, he's had the IT department get onto things. I think he's there now. G'day, Munns. Morning, Richard. Morning, Ronnie, Brad, uh, and uh, listeners. Uh, for some reason, Richard, I'm, I'm watching the TV here, but um, I had my TV six minutes behind, so I'm just losing <laughs> along here at the moment. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know why I would have wound it back or anything. And then the phone rings, and I've got, are you ready to go? I said, yeah, yeah. He's only doing the scratchings at the moment. He said, scratchings? He said, we're finished. We're ready to go. You're living in the so, past, um, Glenn. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's hard to break a holiday mode, Richard, as you know. But um, no, 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 we'll be sweet. We'll be sweet. I've seen things just to start before and still win. All right. Let's start, shall we? Let's start. The Coolmore Piero Plate will get things going today, the first of 10 races at 20 minutes past 12. And, um, again, some pretty important prize money to try and get to the Golden Slipper. What's happening here with Don Corleone? Uh, Munns, the favourite, clear favourite, I'd imagine, for the Piero Plate. 
And yeah, we'll start with the scratching first of all in King's Gambit. The deduction there, 17 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Don Corleone is our favourite. Odds on at $1.60. Roussillon at $21. Ganbear is out. It runs in the Inglis. Five cents a win and six cents a place. Chevron at $26. Los Padre is out. Three cents a win and one cent a place. High King at 19. Razors back at the races today with the Winkers off at 21. Cafe Millennium, first starter. Interesting runner at $11. Remedies is a $10 chance. Facile Scratch runs in the English, no deduction. Empress of Wonder, Ryan Maloney, a half kilo over at this stage. It's going to be a good effort from uh, uh, him at $5.50. Bonding is a $34 chance. Well, it's all about the Don here. Um, you could have had $2.10 on Thursday when King's Gambit came out, and since then we've lost Ganbear and lost Padre, so another $0.08 cents off that. You're still doing a lot better than taking the $1.60 that he is at the moment. Nothing really backed with any great confidence to beat him. About eight times the amount of money on him than Empress of Wonder on the second line of uh, support at this stage and a long gap to Razors, who is uh, the third pick. Speed-wise, well, we've obviously lost Gambar, which takes a a little bit of sting out of this race. Remedies, we know she's a a fast galloper in her own right. I thought the debutante bonding would take advantage of the low gate. And the big question mark is Don Corleone. Can he take advantage of a middle draw and a lack of speed here? Maybe it doesn't matter, but going back through his trials and his... Debut, he was really pushed along to hold a spot. So if he can park midfield, obviously you'd be pretty happy with yourself taking the dollar sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd um, like to see him take up some sort of a position here because it's like you said, it's not a fast two-year-old race. Um, yeah, you've got to have him on top. He's uh, he created a huge impression there after those questionable trials, I must say, uh, this preparation. But the Blickers did the trick. They switched him on. Eleven hundred should, should suit him better. And he'll be hard to beat. Um, I think High King's a good value Quinella horse. And he ran in the same race as Don Corleone. I know he, he was beaten five lengths, but it should have been two and a half at least. Um, he just got held up at a vital stage there, and uh, he finished off quite nicely. His, his trials prior to that were quite solid, so I, I thought he could be a little value multi's chance. Cafe Millennium has really caught my eye. Big, strong, moving horse. And I uh, would have liked to see a little bit more support for him, but he's an improver for sure. And Empress of Wonder, well, she, at least she's running the right sort of races. And we know she's very, very strong and should be coming with a, a big finish. Uh, the big straights of Ramwick should suit her. Razors is the other one I've always had a, a little opinion of. I just want to see... Um, watch how he parades and looks today. But 2, 7, 9 and 12. 2, 12, 10 and 9 for me to Don Corleone. No surprises there. Pretty straight, but uh, he's one of the best two-year-olds I've seen so far, isn't he? So you want to see him do it, do it twice, and hopefully we get that opportunity today. So the best part about his race, of course, was just his finish. So expect him to be savaging the line once more. He's in good hands there. Peter and Paul Snowden, James McDonald doing the steering. So everything aligns for him to... To justify the short quote, 12, Empress of Wonder. I thought she was a shade disappointing there at the Gold Coast. Maybe she was just tight in there at the wrong point. She was six weeks between runs, but her run behind Charmstone at Flemington was fantastic, and she backed that up at Eagle Farm in the Calway Gale coming from well back in the field. She can take advantage of a low draw for the first time in her career. 10, Remedies. Will she be strong enough at the end here? 1,100 metres with a few handy ones breathing down her neck? I don't know, but at least she's going to put herself in the right spot. And I've got the debutant in there as well, Cafe Millennium. A little glimpse of something there in the trials, so inclined to keep him safe. 2, 12, 10 and 9. Uh, the Don for Darren as well. Darren Flindell calls all the action. Darren will be with us 
uh, for behind the gates after 10 o'clock as well. Fire in your questions for Darren and Brad. But uh, Don Corleone for Darren, two to beat number seven, High King. 12, Empress of Wonder, and 9, Cafe Millennium. 2, 7, 12, and 9. Darren's numbers in the first on the day. Let's get on to race two at Ramwick this afternoon. Come from far and wide as always, Munns. Race two is the Tab Highway at Class 3 this week over the 1,800 metres. Yeah, and we start with the King of Spades here, who's our favourite in a wide betting race at $5. Lord de Sanamo is a $19 chance. Epic Ranger with the earmuffs pre-race and the blinkers come off. It's a $7.50 chance. Race against time at $41. Do this all day. A near side bubble checker on, a nose roll on, and the blinkers come off. And it is a $51 chance. Mr. Razzle Dazzle with the blinkers on at $23. Mr. Severino is a $7 chance. Bayako at $14. Spitfire at $15. The Hungarian at $11. Tribute King at $23. You are King at $10. Master of Rewards is a $14 chance. And Amaranth's is at $6. Scratched all the emergencies, no deductions taken for any of those. Most popular runner here at this stage is uh, King of Spades, albeit it's $4.20 out to $5 in the market here. Second pick is Mr. Severino. A best of $8 after going up seven fifty is now 7 uh, Third pick is Amaranth, a stablemate to King of Spades. It went up a $10 chance. Got into as short as five fifty is now 6 And fourth pick would be You Are King, who's been 10 out to 11 back into 10 Speed, it's a little bit up in the air. 1800 metre highway, King of Spades. He marches forward from the gate. You've got race against time, won't be far away. You are king. Do this all day. They look the most four likely uh, to take up the running. And I think Epic Ranger can be considerably closer here. Kind of got spat out the back last time. He just parked in behind the speed duck. Yep, I can't recall ever seeing a highway with no scratchings. <laughs> um, ever. Uh, so, look, I, I'm going with Mr. Reliable here, King of Spades. Uh, he just. He jumps, he throws himself into a position. Um, last time he had a crack at this uh, track and distance, he was nosed out there. So, And I think he's at the top of his game and should be in the finish again. Uh, I'm not a big fan of wide draws at the 1,800 metre start, but uh, look, I'll, I'll hopefully he gets across with it. Not too many issues here. I think um, Mr Severino, from that good draw, he's had a month fresh and since a good second up run, so... I'm anticipating this has been a plan to give him the month and straight to this race. Uh, 14, Amaranth, uh, she, look, she is probably ready now in her own right. She's a stable mate of the top weight and uh, another champion thoroughbred horse. And she's had uh, good support last time to beat the stable mate as well and didn't have a lot of luck. An epic range, another one, good draw. Uh, just the map horse here looks... Uh, uh, pretty well set up after uh, should have finishing closer last time. One, seven, fourteen, and three in your typical highway. Yeah, I'm with him, Epic Ranger. Just leaning on getting that map right. I do like the booking of Tim Clark today. So I've gone three, fourteen, one, and eight, all coming through that same form reference, or at least the top three here I've got. So three, Epic Ranger just camps in behind the speed. In that King of Spades race last night where he got pipped by Eastern Glow, they absolutely crawled in front. It seems like an understatement. So those that got back in the field just had no chance. He lost his momentum at a couple of stages there. And I thought, all being equal, he actually did well to finish as close as he did. The same can be said for Amaranth. I thought the market 
would potentially miss her. It certainly didn't. I think $10 was bet straight into what $8. Now we're looking at $6. So that's short enough, but she's hard to beat. One king of spider, what you see is what you get. And I've thrown in Bayako. Now, if you didn't see his first up win there, it was an mm. absolute beauty. He's going to see all of them turning for home, but he came from last at Grafton, rounded them up first up 1,700 metres, and he looks to be heading the right way. 314, 1 and 8. Darren's with number one here, King of Spades, to beat 14 Amarants. Puts uh, number seven, Mr. Severino, in for third. Number nine, Spitfire there for fourth. One fourteen seven nine for Darren in race number two. Race three is a very competitive midway today. Benchmark 72 here, Munns, over the flying 1,000 metres. Race three. And we start with Depth That Varies, who's a $14 chance. We've got Oakfield Twilight at 61 Expresso is $11. Conceited, a $23 chance. Prince Invincible at $23. Fumico is a scratching for Christian Buchanan. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Hard to say. $3.10 and that price makes it favourite. Mabel is there as a $13 chance. Bartoselli at 12 Goofy Mick at 21 Miss Kajiki out no deduction. Over to Headwall is out 13 cents a win and 12 cents a place. Nikki Song at $23. Vegas Raider at $7.50. Budwar at $23 and another Cognac at $4.60. Our Kobe's son is a scratching for Angela Davies. I saw it's entered somewhere else uh, in the next few days. Uh, it is out 10 cents a win and 10 cents a place. Uh, most popular runner here is hard to say. Uh, well, the scratchings uh, have cut this race about because, uh, well, Headwall and our Kobe son were hard in the market here. Uh, so a best of $4.80. Um, it was $3.50 uh, before Headwall came out this morning, so made three ten there. Uh, it's the most popular runner. has more than double the investment on the second pick, which at this stage is depth that varies. Now, you've got a, um, you've got a bit of value because you, it was still 15, it was $15 with Headwall in the race, and when Headwall came out, they left it $15. Uh, and it's a $14 chance now. Third pick would be down to another Cognac, um, and then go back up to Espresso. There's your top four in the midway. It's an interesting map, this one, guys, because a 1,000 metre, obviously, a 1,000 metre speed is different to 1,200 metre speed. You're looking at horses like Bartoselli, Oakfield, Twilight, Budwar, who have no trouble leading over 1,200, 1,300 metres. A 1,000 metres, is that different? I'm not too sure. Prince Invincible potentially can cross a lot of them. Espresso won't be too far away, hard to say. Bit of a tricky gate from out there. So I think it's a map that's open for interpretation a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, Headwall runs Kenzo on Wednesday. Um, look, I've just had to throw at the stumps with depth that varies here. Uh, he's had a month freshen, back to a thousand, where he's won five races at a thousand metres. So we know he, he relishes the uh, the distance factor. And you go back three starts, he beat a pretty good field up pretty well. So he was he got in, went into a race he couldn't win last start, that Maria Mia race, and then prior to that, he was beaten a length in a you know a, a Saturday um, seventy eight. So. I'm, I'm nor here nor there with this race. Some of these out of maiden class. So he'll do me at the odds. Um, I think another cognac is the danger. He's just drawn in the middle there perfectly, uh, ready to pounce late here at this lot. Seven, hard to say. Uh, no knock. Um, very dominant. I don't know what to think of that race the other day at Sunshine Coast, but I must say he, he put a gap in them looking good. And Espresso gets a nice little map here and should settle better at 1,000 metres and run well. Um, yeah, do your best here. One sixteen seven and 3.
Yeah, it's a bit like that. It's a race where you can't help but look a little bit wide. I've done the same thing. I've gone five Prince Invincible, five, one, ten, and 16. I think his form last preparation was a little bit hidden in the fact that he found a couple of heavy tracks. That's not necessarily his go. If he can cross and lead here, get into his rhythm, I think he gives a sight. A good track key. Whether he's a genuine 1,000-meter horse, maybe not. 1,100 meters is probably perfect, but every time he's won, he's led. So I'm hoping that the Tandal bar's down. Catch me if you can. One depth that varies is certainly in the mix. Uh, Duff mentioned as to, as to why. I haven't got too much more to add. 1,000-meter specialist, well-placed in this grade. I put 10 Goofy Mick. Had some kind of knockout claims. He was fantastic first up there of a lengthy spell. Uh, that was at, at Taree, albeit there is more depth here. And they had no luck whatsoever at Warwick Farm, so he might be one that's just slipped the net. And 16, another cognac, best of the rest. 5-1, 10 and 16. Numbers here for Darren in the midway this afternoon. Seven on top four, Darren, hard to say. To beat number 16, another cognac. Uh, puts 13, Nikki Song in for third. And one depth that varies, 7, 16, 13, 1. If you're watching us on Sky Thoroughbred Central and we are not back... Well, there's no point in me telling you that because you're not hearing me. Uh, turn the radio on because there's a little drama uh, with our Sky Thoroughbred Central desk. Best for that to happen now and not during race day, I would think. But anyway, never mind. Turn the wireless on and we'll go into race number four this afternoon. And uh, this will be the $1 million English pink bonus handicap. Great to have Yvonne Sampson on our show earlier. And Munn's a benchmark 88 here for race four. They're going over the Ramwick Mile. Yes, and uh, hasn't this race changed a lot? Uh, it's been a little bit of a poison chalice here to be one of the favourites because uh, all you've uh, happened to you is it's been scratched. Uh, Ascension is our toppy here, and it is a $6 chance. At the Baskin, back at the races, is an $8 chance. Bullfinch, not there. 14 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Bold Mac is our favourite now at $3.60. Majorati out. It's in in Brisbane. 18 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Ruby Tuesday at $7.50. Kabosh at 21 Bazooka is a $7 chance. King Rattel's at 5 Frumos not there. $0.08 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. And Tazarel is a $7.50 chance. Well, of those that are left, uh, the most popular runner is Bold Mac. And probably the J-Mac factor there. They've defaulted to J-Mac. Uh, it is double the investment on King Rattel. He's just out slightly this morning. $4.80 out to $5. Third pick, we go back to the toppy in Ascension. Uh, and unchanged at $6 so far today. And then Ruby Tuesday, who's got a little trim, 8 to seven fifty, And, of course, the uh, part of the prize money earned by Ruby Tuesday will go to the Breast Care uh, Foundation, as it has done since she had her first run in a race. And Ruby, I think, won't be too far away here. I know she can be a little bit hit and miss at the start, but if she jumps on terms, getting out to 1,600 betas, uh, she's right there. I've got Ascension as the default leader now from Barrier 1. Tazarel, he showed good speed on his Australian debut, 1,400 betas, so... He's going to be putting himself in the first couple as well, Duff. Yeah, geez, there's some chances here. Uh, heaps of chances. I, I'm bending up set tipping King Rattel just through his recent consistency and his Ramwick form and and no weight on his back, getting cover uh, from Barrier 2 here. I think he's going to be strong late, obviously. I'm wary of Athabaskan, uh, second prep in uh, uh, Australia. He did more than enough in the Rose Hill Cup at his only run and his trial was acceptable. Um, you would think he'd be better than a benchmark 88 horse, so he can't do anything bar sprint well fresh here. He's not really one of mine, Bold Mac, but he goes in um, with the confidence of winning last start. I'm not 100% sold that he runs a mile right out, 
and Ascension. Good push around for Ascension. Ascension. At least you know he's going to put himself in the race from barrier one, and he comes out of a benchmark 100 last start. Um, I'm wary of uh, the bottom one, Tazaral, uh, as well. Nine, two, four, and one. Yeah, this is tricky. I've gone with Ascension just on the basis that I know where he's going to be. He probably finds himself in front. This could be a battle of tactics. Comes back from deeper races than this. I like that form reference behind pounding and corner pocket. Now, looking at his replays, he's probably not blessed with a turn of foot. So if he can get out on top of the speed and just keep whacking away out in front, I think he has to give a sight here. 11, Tazarel. I was hot on his chances there first up. I was left out a little bit flat after the race, but... Going back and watching the replay, he wasn't too bad. He was just out-sprinted there, 1,400 metres. So he is a 2,000-metre prospect. He'll be better suited here. And again, a lack of speed. He's got to be considered for Bold Mac. Not the same setup as last time out, as Duff did touch on. bit tricky here uh, where he finds himself in the run. But obviously, he's going well, and he's got his tail in the air on the back of a win there last start. And King Rattel, I've got in as the fourth pick. 1-11, 4-9. Uh, 11 on top for Darren Flindell here. 11, uh, Tazarau to beat four Bold Mac. Puts number two at the Baskin in for third. And uh, number one, uh, as Ascension. So Darren's numbers here for race four. 11, four, two, and one. 11, four, two, and one. Into the stakes races now we go. Race five, the Diwali Thoroughbreds Southern Cross Stakes. Group three quality here, Muns. And we're going over the 1,200 metres. Uh, some pretty fast and decent horses going around here. Yeah, Hard Empire is the first one we're going to look at, who's a $26 chance. Mr. Mozart at $6. Gravina is a $4.80 chance. What's that out? It runs later. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Quantico at $6. Stampy is a $34 chance. Titanium Power at $4.40. Ranch Hand back as a gelding today, and it is a $13 pop. Written Beauty is out, runs uh, uh, in another race there. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Espiona, our favourite at $4, and Testator Silence is a $23 chance. Well, there is $112 at the moment between Espiona and Titanium Power as the best-supported runner, and they are half the investment on the race between them. Uh, they are clearly ahead of the rest of the field here. In fact, double the investment on the third pick, which is Gravina, and it's double the investment on the fourth pick, which is Ranch Hand. Titanium Power is your leader, Mr. Mozart. Not far away, albeit he's going to be a little bit better over further than 1,200 metres. And the race in New South Wales speed maps have already flagged a bit of intent there from Stampy with the option to be further forward, uh, stepping up in distance here. Yeah, I thought Stampy would be further forward after contesting 900,000 metre races as well. But i got no issue tipping Espiona here. I think this is the uh, a very suitable for race for her with 53 kilos on her back from barrier one in a small field. Uh, yep, um, getting $4 in a field like this. Yep, yeah, I've I, I got no issues at all. I've got her on top. Uh, Mr Mozart and Quantico are both huge queries here. The, the, their issue is they're too good a price. There's no support at all for them. Uh, but Mr Mozart, you know what you're going to get from him. He's a good run, a good, honest, tough run. He did run third in the Theo Marks first up last preparation, so a yard market watch for him, likewise with Quantico, nearly a year off. But he's had two trials. He just would like to see him have a little bit tougher trial the other day, running to dead ends. Uh, but just keep an eye on him late. Um, see if the dogs are barking late about Quantico. And Gravina, yeah, 
he's got a chance and just that little edge off the track probably not going to be there by this race that's probably what he needed uh ranch hands the other one you just feel a bit of stable confidence that he's come back well as a gilding uh i like 10 10 2 5 and 3 yeah, there's a number of different ways you can go here. Two, five, three, and eight. I've gone to Mr. Mozart. I've always been a bit of a fan of this horse. He was brilliant first up last preparation, where he kind of threw the race away in terms of over racing a little bit. The Theo Marks yet there, he still was punching away just to be beaten in a, in a narrow finish. So, yep, he's on top of the odds. Five Quantico. If he's ready, if he's not a little bit ring rusty, he's going to give this race a shake. I know the stable have always had him. Uh, had huge huge wraps on him, and the last time we saw him, he did start single-figure odds in a new market. Obviously, all went a bit pear-shaped, but if he's back and ready to rumble, look out late. Three, Gravina, what you see is what you get. If any of these do stub their toe, he's going to be there to take advantage. Very honest horse, runs to his level, maps to get the run of the race. Yeah, and eight, Ranch Hand. He's the one that I keep having a, a second glance at. So he resumes a gelding, and you go back through his form, and a lot of his first-up runs in the past have been among the best in his career. So he does interest me here on a dry track. Two, five, three, and eight. Uh, just before I'll give you Darren's numbers, he actually makes five Quantico his best bet of the day. Uh, Ronnie, uh, Tobin, Trent Edmonds, no one's talking about Hard Empire again. They'd love to come down here and <laughs> repeat the dose of big odds. Well, not again. <laughs> well, he's Stranger had, uh, things have happened. Well, he's had one, one, one run at the track in distance and one of missile stakes. And he wasn't, he wasn't too bad there at the Gold Coast. So, yeah, I'm not saying no. $41 was overs when they went up. I know that. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, see how he goes today. Uh, numbers here for Darren. Five, Quantico, his best bet of the day. To beat number 10, Espiona. Two, Mr. Mozart. And three, Gravina. So it's five, ten, two, and three uh, for race five for Darren. Again, yes, we are off Sky Thoroughbred Central for the moment. Um, our, our IT team here working feverishly to get things going again. Team. And they turn I, I, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. <laughs> We've rung our IT man, and he'll be here shortly. I had some IT issues during the week, and I must admit, the young uh, gentleman that did uh, help me out on Thursday was excellent. It's nice, yeah. when, but it helps really nicely. Does, nice does he work weekends? <laughs> no, you're kidding. <laughs> There's a few, uh, the, yeah, our studios next to us here, there's a few uh, shaking of heads and mystified looks, but anyway, they'll I bet, you those, I bet you those spring stars are getting a run. Oh, I just, <laughs> I just, I just saw, I just saw a promo on Darren Flindell. That's how good we are. We are. Oh, going, well, you so. wouldn't believe it that Where the spring stars they they just played was Animo winning the Wink Stakes first up last time in, mm. and today's um, Apollo is basically a rerun of that race. Oh, the pup's not happy. Yeah. Oh, it's good to see Marley. You know, she got a run on Wednesday, but she's missed, you know, missed out for a few weeks. But uh, she likes to have her Saturday viewers uh, to make sure she's going okay. Yeah. So she just. Don't know. Don't chew the phone cable. Decent contributor. So uh, some uh, people say she contributes more than I do. They might be on the invoice in yet, man. Beg your pardon, Brad. I said, have you popped the invoice in yet for for the little little dog, little Marley? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, try and get an earn somehow. I'm just trying to work it into expenses. You'll be back on sale of the century soon. Have we found that? Have we found that vision? Wrong. Tax deduction now. No, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that. It's in the National Film and Television Archive. Uh, you know, all the major Australian tele- television events are in there. Did you get a pick of the board or did you get to the first gift shop in front? How no, I led early. I led early and went to the gift shop. And uh, I actually bought 
Uh, they had dog food on, which is quite apt at the moment with uh, owning a dog that's barking at a, an ad with, uh, for Livermore Biowormer on at the moment. Uh, I had a pick of the board and lead, and they, and they had dog food. And, and, and I, so I bought the dog food. And I said to Glenn Ridge, I said, well, Glenn, I don't actually have a dog, so why don't you give us uh, some money and I can buy a dog and use this dog food? And he said, right, well, I'll give you $100 cash as well. Now, this is back in the 80s. So, um, so I got the 100 in cash. I retailed the dog food for $150 uh, to, to my sister-in-law. And it had a kennel and something else. So I made 250 on the deal, which wasn't a bad day's wages. Uh, the guts of 40 years ago. Did, did they just did they just get away from you in the mad minute? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I knocked up late. Well, it was a long trip. You had to fly to Melbourne and then stand around for three quarters of the day waiting for your turn to go on. Uh, but they, I, everyone, I didn't get everyone else in far. the same boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. But I didn't get beat far, but it was a, a great experience. Uh, we're working on that uh, that vision. We have people at Channel 9 that can sort us out there. I've still uh, got the pin, <laughs> the sale of the century pin. Do you? Exciting. Well, what a lead-in to a $2 million Inglis <laughs> Millennium Race 6 at Ramwick today. Restricted, listed. Oh, this is uh, some field that gets together here, Munns. Um, learning to fly. Uh, where are we at? Well, we know Divine Glory has come out. How's this market looking, Munns? Yeah, well, not only the, the $2 million prize money on offer here for the Inglis Millennium, the, uh, the Ferrari's up for the opportunity uh, for learning to fly. The pink bonus... Uh, for a number of horses here. So some massive, massive money for connections here in the English Millennium. And, of course, the sales start tomorrow. Uh, is it tomorrow, Richard? I think it's tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, yes. yeah. Uh, I was out there Thursday night. Uh, let's have a look at this field here. Arkansas Kid, our toppy at $18. We've got Mexico, uh, hoping to uh, get a start this week. He's got blinkers on today. The earmuffs pre-race, but the visor comes off. It's a $19 chance. Coincide at 41 Hellish with the blinkers on and the winkers off at $34. Salui with the winkers on at $31. Big, big day for Jet Stanley there, riding for Dad and Salui. The player is at $126. Solterre at 19 Learning to fly, our favourite, at $3.10. Facile is an $8 chance. Lazago with the earmuffs pre-race at 9 Blanc de Blanc, James McDonald at this stage a half over at $5.50. Divine Glory not there, no deduction. Perfect Proposal, looking to regain a bit of lost favour after well, melting the other day. It uh, has earmuffs pre-race to try and quiet it down, and it's a $51 chance. Kundalini at $6.50. Dorothy Gale is a $34 pop. Over then to uh, Imminence at $81. Gan Bear, Nashra Willa takes the ride there at $126. Scratch the bottom three, no deduction taken for any of those. Well, this field came out on Tuesday, and since that point... The most popular runner is Facile. Uh, best price given in that period of time is $11. It's uh, been seven fifty out to 8 in the last 24 hours. Uh, it's uh, less than 1000 in front of Learning to Fly. Went up at two eighty. We have bet as much as three twenty. That was on Wednesday. Got back into two eighty, and since yesterday has been two eighty out to three ten. Third pick is Kundalini. Uh, as much as $9 bet about it. Uh, those three stand out. Ahead of the rest, in fact, more than double the next runner, which is Lazago. Um, Lazago has nearly double the next runner, which is Blanc de Blanc. 
Yeah, there's some speed here. Wowee. So you've got three, four, five runners all vying for the front. You've got Perfect Proposal drawn barrier two. She'll get the first crack. I think for Sile, they want to ride with a little bit of cover today, and they will get that opportunity. Salui's got speed. Coincide comes across. Gambar, now he's in the field, slides across from the wide draw. Mexico, I think, has to be positive to some extent from the draw, uh, assuming he's on his best behaviour. So, yeah, I think it'll be on in the first couple of hundred metres as they find their spots. I agree. Um, look, I, I just want to take bad luck out of the equation here. Uh, tipping Kundalini, I think she was outstanding. Uh, made her debut off one trial. Um, Don Corleone put paid to her. She fought hard, didn't throw it away. They put a gap in the rest. The time was there. The timing's right for her to improve again, and she's just got that beautiful draw. So if she bounces... Puts herself in, in within the two lengths of the leaders here. I think she's uh, very, very hard to beat. In saying that, she just could be outstanding here, uh, learning to fly. We'll learn more about it today. I, I suspect Chad's okay. We haven't heard anything. He had a fall last night. So all things going okay there. Uh, look, if she can find three deep with cover, She's going to come with that booming finish. And as Brad said, with all this pressure on up front at 1,100, it could well play into a hands the wide draw. So we're, we're, we're up in the air a little bit with where she's going to fit in in the run the first half of this race. But I know where she's going to be the second half, and that's steaming home. Uh, nine for, so for Seal, I think, is um, a filly I've always loved, uh, those early trials. And she just let me down when she made her debut, but she's better than that. And bears a lot of respect here from Barrier 1. And Blanc de Blanc, a bit in the learning to fly camp. Very talented, but uh, in out in no man's land here. And needs a McDonald's special. Uh, I think it's all about the girls. 14, 8, 9, 11. Yeah, I'm with her as well here, Kundalini. I made it one of the better value bets across the meeting. I just think the price seems a little bit generous when when mm. you consider that Don Corleone is going around at a dollar sixty in the first coming through the same format and she's six dollars fifty and she maps to get the run of the race I think it's a, a good gamble to take eight learning to fly the obvious danger you are getting a, a better price now as she just creeps out beyond that three dollar mark she's going to need a few things go her way from the gate but if she can find that three wide running line maybe it isn't any disadvantage ten Lazago as Duff uh, referenced, all this speed up front, she's going to be one that's hammering through the line. I loved her late strength there on debut, and she's trialed beautifully since. And 13, perfect proposal. I couldn't believe they put up $71 about her. I'll tell you what, the market's been very quick to forget about her. She'd go around $3 in a gym crack on debut, and second, she was $4 there in the win last start, uh, the same price as learning to fly, and she just went to pieces in the yard and, and ran a race before she even got onto the track. So now we're getting $51. It just seems a little bit too dismissive. 14, 8, 10 and 13. I agree. Ridiculous odds. Um, she, considering exactly what you said, uh, her run in the gym crack was better than anything. And then, like I say, a total forgive the other day when she was uh, you know, the, more or less the same price as Don Corleone. Say it's about the girls here. Ron uh, Mexico, uh, his trial earlier in the week. Really good. Uh, but that's... Uh, that's what you expect from a fit horse going to the trials, uh, but he didn't disappoint. He was he was excellent. But the Phillies just might have the edge. Uh, when I said same price as Don Corleone, I meant um, uh, I didn't mean that was the, the with the wooden stakes. But she was equal favourite. She did start in that race. Numbers for Darren in the uh, the two million dollar English Millennium. Darren's with number eight, learning to fly to beat fourteen at Kundalini. 
10, Lazaga. I think that Darren tipped Lazaga for her debut. And number one, Arkansas Kid. So 8, 14, 10 and 1. 8, 14, 10 and 1 for Darren. Working our way through Rambic Racing for today. Race 7. First leg of the quaddy here, Muns. What a nice group of girls get together here. Three-year-old fillies. Group 2 level. The Tab Lightfinger Stakes. Yes, and in secret here, our favourite, and it is $1.85. Uh, synthetic hoof filler comes off today uh, from in secret. We've got Fireburn returning at $10. Zoo gotcha not there. 21 cents a win and 15 cents a place. Madame Pomery is a $23 chance. She's a belter at $9.50. North Star Lass is an $8 chance. Revolutionary Miss with a lugging bit on and the blinkers off at $34. Wolverine, cross noseband on, lugging bit off at $41. A lot more love, lugging bit off at $41. Rosetta is a $71 chance. Sunshine in Paris, $5.50. Cinderella Days at 41 and Byron Bell is a $151 chance. Um, she is the most popular runner now in secret, but she doesn't dominate by any stretch of the imagination. She's only $500 more than what Sunshine in Paris has on it at the moment. Third pick would be She's a Belter, and fourth pick would be Fireburn. Speed, North Star Lass goes straight to the front. Cinderella Days keeps a company. What do you do thereafter? Maybe Byron Bell won't be far away. In secret, I was going to ask about you with In Secret, Duff, in terms of her trials. Now, she hasn't been the quickest in to stride in either of her trials. If she does jump, she sits in behind the speed, but I guess playing devil's advocate for a moment, if, they're un- if there is a little chink in her armour, that's the one little concern I've got in the back of my mind. Yeah, I think I said that Thursday night. I'd, 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 that's the only thing, but... I'm just, it's really hasn't been in her makeup to miss no. the start. I'm just wondering in the barrier trials whether they've just relaxed. Some horses uh, react to a just a relaxing jump where the jockey just eases back and they overdo it a bit. But I'm wondering if she gets a dig in the ribs at the start, she knows it to jump or a slap up, she knows it's race day. So we'll learn more about that today. You don't want to be learning at $1.85 if, if it's a habit she's got into, but... I wouldn't think so, um, but uh, I'm tipping her without wanting to bet, only because of her class. Uh, we, only, we saw what she did last preparation. That Coolmore win was unbelievable. Uh, the way she just owned that race, she's had the two trials, and, uh, and she should prove hard to hold out if, if uh, she gets the right run in transit here. I think the big, big danger, if the fence is holding up, is North Star Lass. And now she has been trained to win this race uh, with her two solid trials where they've made her do it. So she's going to be a tough nut to get past um, in this race if they, they let her run along in front here because she's strong and she keeps running. So she'll take a bit of running down. Uh, she's a belter. I was over the moon with her trial. Um, she has been a filly that's... Uh, had a few little issues and come through them and obviously it's taken her the 1400 to, to find some form but be, don't sell her short today and Fireburn likewise, I, I thought that's as, as good as she's ever trialled and if the swoopers are, are coming into play uh, late today uh, she could well be the one um, interesting comments with Paul, he, he's seen a bit of a push for revolutionary miss because she has another one, been trained to run well with three trials. So it's that time of year where 
we're trying to line out who line up who's fitter than who and uh, who's ready to go and who's not ready to go. But in saying that, in secret, Godolphin has them pretty ready when they bring him to the track. One six five and two. Yep, I'm with her as well. One six eleven and five. And Darren Beaven did say last night on the coverage at Canterbury that she's just a very lethargic style of filly. She only has to do uh, what she does, and when she gets mm. to the trial, she's she's very relaxed, and that's half the reason why she was potentially slow away. So yep, if she jumps, puts herself probably two pairs back and from there she's probably too good as we saw in the Coolmore as we saw in the Golden Rose she just got better with racing and probably sits alongside Gear Kick as the best sprinting three-year-old we've got in the country at the moment six North Star Lass I think she's going to be hard to catch she might be the bet in the race have something on on her each way the eight dollars might even get better than that the way this market's trending but she's going to put herself right there as Duff referenced the trials have been great she's ready to, to rock and roll 11 Sunshine in Paris interesting move for her I guess that's just due to the punters maybe seeing her as the wild card in the race. You look at it in secret and you say, well, she's probably got the current crop of fillies uh, covered. Sunshine in Paris just offers that alternative form line. Now, it doesn't have the same depth of form line, but she does have some upside. And from what we've seen from her in a handful of starts, she does look talented. And five, she's a belter. Just a tricky gate to overcome. Otherwise, she runs well. One, six, eleven, and five. Six North Star Lass for Darren. Six on top to beat. Number one in secret. Nine, uh, number nine, a lot more love in for third at Big Odds. And 12, Cinderella Days. Darren going a bit of value uh, for third and fourth. Six, one, nine and 12. Darren's numbers in the tab Lightfingers. Race seven today. Race eight is the tab Apollo Stakes. He muns wait for rage. Group two level, 1,400 metres. Yes, and, uh, well, Animo... Uh, well, there's a number of uh, horses. Uh, Shani's going to be busy in the yard today with all these horses coming back. I know that. Righto. Animo, uh, currently a dollar seventy and favourite. Maunga at $10. Laws of Indices at 19 Durston uh, out with that injury. How's the daughter, Richard? Uh, she a bit down in the dumps? Yeah, she's down in the dumps. I think they all are. You know? Andrew Hawkins and those guys who manage the horse. Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, disappointing. Righto, well, Stockman is $126 chance. Vega 1 at $51. Arapahoe at $71. Surefire is a $34 chance. El Bodigon with the blindfold off today at $8.50. Ice Bath with the synthetic hoof filler on at $17. Fangirl is a $7 chance and hinged at $16. Uh, well, he's about uh, five and a half times as popular than any other runner here, Animo. Best of a dollar. That was Wednesday. Uh, Second pick is Fangirl. Now, she's finally firmed up. I I don't know how she sat the price that she did for as long as she did. She's been $9 into $7 this morning with half the total investment on her having come today. And she was $9.50 yesterday. Uh, They're clearly ahead of the rest of the field there. In fact, the Fangirl is uh, four times as popular as the next runner, which is Ice Bath. And fourth pick is Mawunga. Speed, speed, where is it? Hinged, default leader, um, laws of indices, maybe slides forward. Animo, we know he's got that tactical versatility now, so I think J-Mac just rides him like the best horse in the race and, and takes that bad luck out of the equation here. Where does that leave you? Maybe Arapahoe, but yeah, there's a lot of horses here that obviously we better over further, so a tactical little race, this stuff. Uh, very much so. I'm not even going to try and dream up the speed map here. I'll just let it unfold with... Um... Oh, well, what trainers are saying to the stewards with these little reports that come through more further forward, look for cover, and uh, that'll be a, an ongoing saga in this race, I would have thought. Um, it's hard to tip against the champ. You know, he doesn't win by big spaces, but 
Um, a few little things are going to go right for him here. And if they do, he's just got that length or two on them, hasn't he? I think Moanga's uh, trained up to run really, really well today. $10 is a good uh, good price. His track gallop last week was great. He's had his two trials. They're serious with him to try and put another win on the board here uh, with him. And uh, I think he's trained up to do that. And then the mares, Fangirl and Hinge, they're pretty well tied to the hip. They've beaten you know, a length and two lengths by... Uh, Animo first up last prep, and it should be similar uh, again here today. Um, one to be two, and then 11 and 12. Yep, similar numbers for me. One, 11, 12, and two, one Animo. He's hard to tip against, isn't he? So he won the Wink Stakes, which was the equivalent last carnival. This is a very similar setup. 1,400 metres, no speed in the race. Yet there he was, still sprinting quickly to put one and a half lengths on his rivals. 11, Fangirl, she was fantastic coming through that same reference, and she doesn't draw uh, wide here, so I know she's not blessed with gate speed, but you'd love to just see her in a situation where she settles down midfield and can close that margin. And if there's one horse to beat Anima here, maybe it is Fangirl. 12 hinged her advantage. Is that uh, tactical speed that she's got, she can put herself right uh, on top of the, the bunny here. 1,400 metres as short, short as she wants it, and she might be out sprinted there. Uh, when the speed goes on, but she'll run well given the setup and to Mawanga. I don't know where he gets to from the gate, but as Duff referenced, he does look ready to do something here, and there's no doubt in the world that he's going to be too sharp for a couple of these resuming stayers and go straight past them in the straight. 111, 12, 2. One on top for Darren, Animo uh, to beat 11, Fangirl uh, puts two Mawanga for third, Ice Bath number 10 for fourth. 111, 2 and 10 for Darren. In race eight, the Apollo Stakes. Race nine, we go to now the Robrick Lodge Triske Stakes here. Munns Group Three, four-year-olds and upwards. The mares at twelve hundred metres. Yeah, good morning to Tommy White. Evidently dusting off the suit and get ready. Probably presenting the trophy there today. Uh, Swats that here is a six-dollar chance. Norwegian Bliss, our favourite, at three dollars and seventy cents. Larkspur run at nine fifty. Jamea, they put the shades on her today at start number twenty, and it's an eleven-dollar chance. Written Beauty decides to run here at six dollars. Espiona is out, runs earlier, seventeen cents a win, and fourteen cents a place. Jump the broom at eight fifty. Van Giz is out, no deduction. More profits at twenty-three. Bellatrix Black at 23. De with the lugging bit on at $126. Kerr Royale at $650. Poor Carte Carte at $15. And Moon over Alice is not there. No deduction taken for it. Very, very little separating three runners here. In order at this stage, it is Norwegian Bliss, Written Beauty and Kerr Royale. And there is less than $150 between the three of them. Fourth pick then becomes Bellatrix Black. But uh, Norwegian Bliss uh, was as short as 3.10 and now out to 3.70. Kerr uh, Royale, as much as 8.50. Now, this is after the scratching of Espiona. So uh, as long as 8.50 Kerr Royale, now 6.50. And the other runner there, Written Beauty, has been, well, as much as 7.50, was $7 earlier this morning, is now a $6 pop. All right, Norwegian Bliss. I think they have to go all the way forward here from the gate without designated leader on paper. Coup Royale, I did know they were trying to get her to settle there last start and that paid dividends with a win, but I think she's got no alternative than to slide forward and probably sit outside the lead and that leaves Larkspur Run and jump the broom just to take trailing positions. Uh, yeah, messy map, isn't it, uh, for a 1,200-metres mm. uh, Phillies and Mares race. Uh, um, or Mares race, I... 
Yeah, I, I might have been nodding off when I did the form here because I'm tipping <laughs> Retton Beauty. Um, I don't know why, but I've loved the two uh, Flemington jump outs. She's been working in progress for about three years now. Um, yeah, look, I think if she gets cover and settles, she might out-sprint them. Uh, there's, there's two Fs there. Uh, that's the problem. But, look, I'm left with her. I just thought Norwegian Bliss was too short. You know, I was trying to get around her because of the price factor and the mapping factor. Um, but she's getting starting to get back out now from the $3.20 or whatever, she, $3.10 she got into. Um, she, look, you've got to take note of her winning strike rate. And she's trialled well enough. Uh, Nathan seems happy with her. Uh, so she, she'll be in the mix. Luxburg run, I would have probably preferred her with a little jar around the track, but uh, the map just looks perfect for her uh, to sprint well fresh. And Swats, that's an interesting one. Uh, she's got some good fresh form. The trial was good at Hawkesbury. And although the damning stat is, the, you know, that long break between wins, she's running some um, fairly good races. So I, I think she's a really good winning chance here if the breaks go her way. Curiel's the other one. I don't know. Uh, five, two, three, and one. Yeah, I really like Swats that here. I know it has been a while between drinks, but gee, she's well set up. I know her form on paper, last preparation, doesn't read to crash up, but she didn't have a lot of luck. Sydney Stakes, yes, she ran 10th. She was only beating two lengths, rocketing up the fence. She was deep the trip in the invitation. And then Hunter, she was a real eye-catcher there uh, behind Valana. So I love the way that she's trialled. You go back to her best form, and it's absolutely good enough to win this. Yes, the majority of that is down the straight, but she's a, a mare that's... Rec- well, her record probably doesn't do her justice. 21 starts, three wins. She's certainly better than that, and she's beautifully placed here. The stable won this race with Snapdancer last year, the Triscay. So two Norwegian Bliss, I saw it a similar way when the market first went up. I thought, well, that's way too short. Now it's getting to a more realistic quote, particularly given she's going to probably find herself in front here. She's been exceptionally well-placed throughout her career by Nathan Doyle. That doesn't change here. 12, Kerr Royale, bit of a jump in grade, uh, but this is a, a likeable setup. She'll roll forward, coming off a win there last start. Just has to harness that the natural tendency she, she wants to, to, to do to, in terms of getting things over and done with in the race, but she's heading the right way, and three likes per run is the map horse. I agree with that. Uh, just camping in behind the speed and getting a chance from there. One, two, 12, and three. Uh, Ronnie, you get the feeling from the connections they think Bellatrix Black runs some kind of a race here too? You know what? I would have had her in for a placing if there was plenty of speed here. Mm. Um, I think she's got something. to you know She's a Group 3 winner in New Zealand. And uh, she did start 10 to 1 in an Oaks as well. But I just, uh, or she hasn't won under a mile. And I would have liked to have seen good pressure here to her to be really warming to it late. So the only thing that put me off her was the, the speed map. But 53 kilos for a Group 3 winner in a race like this, yeah, I, I'm not going to put anyone off her. Okay, Darren's numbers here. One swats that to beat two Norwegian Bliss, three Larkspur run, and four Jamea. One, two, three, four for Darren in race nine. Tenth and last we go to now, Muns, the Wild Oaks Sprint. We finish off with a benchmark 88 at the 1,300 metres. Yeah, and uh, Vernelli here is a $9 chance. Mystery shot at $101. King's Air at $23. Waterford, our favourite, at $2.70. Much, much better, 26 Pizarro is a $6 chance. Bellatrix Black as Scratch runs in the previous race. No deduction, and there is money for it in that previous race there. Kanazawa at $8.50. At this stage, Nashra Willer a half kilo over. Destination at 19 Noble Soldier out. Two cents to win, nothing the place. Rocket Tiger, 51 
Marnix out, no deduction. Think about it, $3.60. Van Giz out, no deduction. Testus or Silence out, no deduction. Um, most popular runner all day here in Waterford. Uh, first price bet on Wednesday was $5. By Wednesday evening, it was into a $3 chance. Uh, and as firm sort of uh, $2.80 Friday, it was $2.70. Being around about... Uh, oh just under a quarter of the total money for it has come since it's been $2.70 for more than 24 hours now. Uh, clearly ahead of Pizarro. Third pick would be Think About It and then the Toppy and Vranelli. Everything looks pretty straightforward with this map, except from Think About It. I don't know what they do from the gate. Otherwise, Vranelli leads much, much better. Sits on Vranelli's shoulder. Kanazawa box seats along with Rocket Tiger. Just don't know whether they go all the way forward or all the way back here, though. Um, I'm a, I think you're 100% right. I, he, he, he was just stranded in a nothing race the other day. Uh, think about it. It was a trot and canter sprint home. And he did adapt well, I must say. Um, he'd be better off at a fast race here where he could do his thing. Look, I'm gambling on Pizarro. Might catch him on the hop here with timing. Um, he's third up. Little excuses, two runs back. Um, gets enough speed up front. He'll eat up the home track, 1,300. And there'll be no excuse in the world for him here today other than Waterford's a very good horse. It's as simple as that. Um, I'm just gambling. He's a chance of getting him on fitness and timing today. Waterford can't do anything bar run well. He's highly regarded, popular horse. He's four or five in Australia. He's, he's, he's got a beautiful draw. And he will be hard to hold out. I don't know what to think about. think about it. Um, he's heading in the right directions. Um, yep, he overcome, I think, difficulties the, difficulties the other day and still got the job done. So he's a winner. And I'll throw in Vanelli, but the handicapper surely has caught him now. Um, 53 and a half up to 61 and a half. Uh, the other one, it, it, was, it went up $71, King's Air, for a horse that's never been beaten first up. That was stupid odds. That's been corrected now, but... He's a little bit of a watch here as well. 6, 4, 13 and 1. I've gone 4, 13, 5 and 6. I am with Waterford. He does have a price though. All horses do and I think he's just about hit rock bottom at the moment. I get the impression that Bookie surely take him on late given the setup here. 1,300 metres short of his best. Don't love the inside gate. That said, uh, he is a horse going places, isn't he? So I'm in his corner with that little asterisk in terms of I want a better price. 13, think about it. Don't know where he gets to from the draw, but he's got that similar record next to his name. Joe Pride holds his horse in, in equally as high regard. And yeah, if he can just get a spot from that gate, he's going to run well. Uh, five, much, much better. I thought he was the one that maybe the market missed. Showed signs of life there last time out. A much improved run in the expressway. He can absorb pressure. He sits outside of Ranelli and will give some cheek. And six, Pizarro will be the one that will get that last shot at, that last shot at them. And he is well set up here with fitness on his side. Four, thirteen, five, and 6. Uh, Darren's with the toughness of number one, Vranelli, to win here. One, Vranelli to beat eight, Kanazawa. Four, Waterford. And 13, think about it. One, eight, four, and 13 for Darren in the 10th and last. Best bets time. Uh, Ron, fire away. Uh, the value bets for me today, I marked them both shorter. Race 6, number 14, uh, Kundalini, Kundalini, and race 10, number 6, Pizarro. Thank you, Ronnie. We'll tune into Sky Thoroughbred Central for the day. Have a good day. Thanks, Richard. And uh, Brad, fire away with your best. Yeah, I've found uh, Kundalini as well as my best value, race 6, number 14. The best bet is in the Mayor's race, which is a little bit fraught with danger, but I just can't resist that $6 for Swats that race 9, number 1. Good man. We'll chat during the week.
Thanks, guys. Brad Gray and uh, Muns, if you're still there, you're joining us for Melbourne, and we'll see what the punters want to do with Sydney and all these other venues shortly. Mm, yes, and uh, always interesting to see you know, what the first uh, horse backed at 9 o'clock was, and it is Kanazawa. Mm, all righty. We will now, talk... Quick, closely followed by Kundalini. Yeah, and when I say, you know, first it was back at 9 o'clock, they are, well, that's actually a 7.30 sharpshooter uh, that's taken both those prices there, but that sort of guarantees you they'll be a bit, a little bit shorter. So he took $8.50 Kundalini and $6.50, uh, sorry, $6.50 Kundalini and eight fifty Kanazawa. Okay.